Good morning. Happy month of December. We are five days in to the last month of a chaotic and unexpected year. Uh, but first off, thank you for listening and energy exchanging and uh, you know, showing up to the episodes that I just happened to hit record and share thoughts. So as I have my coffee this morning, I'm just soaking in this Saturday morning and uh, feeling gratitude for where I'm at in my life in this exact moment. Feeling gratitude for, (laughs) you know, the crazy ride that this past year has been, you know, Um, I think about all the change that I personally have gone through what we've gone through as a society and what you've gone through on a personal level. You know, like I started out this year living in Detroit, not sure what that was going to look like. I still had a couple months left of my lease, you know, and then the pandemic hit and then um, it just went from there, you know, ended up picking up my life and moving back to Fort Wayne and getting a job working in in a government agency for discrimination and a civil rights agency. And then, you know, realize that although it's great work, I don't want to work for the government (laughs) and I don't want to sit at a desk all day. Um, And then I'm in my current opportunity, which is in the uh, health field, but uh, on a more you know, behind the scenes role, not in a clinical role. And, uh, you know, just everything else in between, everything else in between. And here we are, you know, we're alive, we're breathing, healthy, hopefully. But you're obviously alive because you're on the other end of this and you're listening. And that is a blessing. Think about how many people have lost their lives this year for various reasons, whether it was due to COVID, whether it was to do with something else that has to do with health, whether it was a racially, like there's, there was just so much tragedy in this year. Oh, like I saw something last night on Instagram and it said, stop telling or stop feeling the pressure of end the year strongly. How about just end the year? (laughs) You know, like stop projecting uh, these expectations of how people should end 2020. You know, like I really liked that. Like stop, stop projecting how you think people or yourself, like forget people. Like what are you telling yourself? Like, man, I should be here or I should have this or I should be doing this by now. And no, this year was fucking crazy. (laughs) You know, like... If you got up every day, if you were able to pay your bills or even most of your bills, um, if you had food in your fridge, if you had air, if you have heat, if you have a car, a job, all of that, you know, like that, that's the basics that a lot of people just don't have right now, you know, um, people getting evicted out of nowhere, you know, no notice, no reason, just getting evicted because the landlord felt like it. Or 
uh, gouging the rent. You know, you're like, wait a minute, I was paying X amount of money and now you're charging me an ungodly amount of money. Why? Because I can, you know, and and that, that was really discouraging to, uh, hear when I worked at the government agency because I'd get these calls, you know, um, cause we dealt with the fair housing and just to hear people's stories. And it really, like you knew that, that there was so much struggle out there and challenge for people. But when you start to understand like how bad it is and what people are having to go through in their living situations, you're like, <laughs> yeah, okay. And you want to, you know, being me, I want to like save the world, you know, but it's terrible how people treat other people out in the world just simply because they think they can. And, uh, you know, living in Indiana, we have an extremely high eviction rate. And even living in Fort Wayne, we're number 13, 13, and we're a medium-sized city out of the entire United States. And nobody out of the people that I've asked can give me a valid, not that I believe that there ever should be a valid, but a valid reason why Fort Wayne, warm and friendly, you know, like good, wholesome community is 13, you know, and it's like, and that's the, the light in the dark of a city, you know, you have the, um, the awesome exterior, you have the, you know, investments in the parks and, you know, the waterfront and businesses going up and, you know, events that happen in a city and, you know, you have that positive side. I think we're still in the top five-ish of, you know, the most inexpensive city and best uh, city to raise a family in. Yeah, that's great. But on the ugly flip side, we're number 13 on the highest eviction. So you're like, how? how? That's like on two ends of the spectrum. But... um You know, it's just, it's really sad to see. And last weekend I went to, to Indy and, and I really like Indy, you know, like I was unsure about it for a while because I'm like, I don't know, there's just something about the city. Like I just can't connect to it. But last weekend I really enjoyed my time there, but something that stood out to me because I went to, um, they have downtown if you've never been there, it's a, it's a circle. And so they did the circle of lights and they did a really beautiful job and they had a light show every like 15 minutes on the buildings. And it was awesome. You know, like there was such good energy of kindness and holiday spirit, but there was something that was speaking much louder to me. And that was the extremely high homelessness population. Like I've been to Indy about a handful of times and it was never in your face like it was last weekend. And it was, it was really sad, you know, and, and I think, well, it's going to get colder. People's day-to-day challenges are going to get harder. You know, I mean, look at what the pandemic has caused for food banks, you know, like a couple weeks ago, watching uh, something on the news and it, it showed a clip of a food bank, I believe out in Texas, 3000 people standing in line for food. But America's great. We're doing fine. 
You know, like somebody said to me just the other day, I understand that like people are frustrated and with the pandemic, but that's everywhere and America's not that bad. There's 3,000 people showing up to just one food bank. But yeah, we do it right. <laughs> you know, and it's like when you're not having to face those challenges, of course you don't think it's bad because you don't, you're not immersed in those communities. You're not immersed in those situations. So your day-to-day life isn't affected. But I will say, even though, you know, (laughs) it's been nice because I don't think about Donald Trump anymore. Like his energy is so far fucking removed. I'm like, bye. Who? Who was the, who was he? Uh, no, we remember him. <laughs> but, um, you know, the, the work that he did to this country will linger and forever be in history. Uh, but I was thinking when I was on my walk last weekend that those that thought, oh, well, it doesn't matter, you know, that didn't want to talk about politics or didn't want to acknowledge what a a terrible human, you know, he is, uh, it's not going to affect my day-to-day life ever. So what do I care? Uh, the lie detector determined that was a lie <laughs> because it actually does, you know, and that's like any leadership role. If you've ever worked for a corporation or an, or an organization, when you have terrible leadership and they don't know what they're doing, eventually it's going to affect you. It's the domino effect and it will trickle down. And next thing you know, it will influence you on some level. And we saw that on a larger scope with America, the corporation of America. We had the worst president in history who still has cult members riding hard for him um, just simply <laughs> demolished the United States. But you know, of course, you're still going to have people that stand by his side and think he did a great job. Like somebody said the other day that their family member is a, a strong, still a strong Trump supporter. She was like, yeah, they were like, I said, so what, <laughs> have you had a conversation? They're like, oh yeah, it's caused a lot of discomfort and challenge on our relationship. I'm like, oh, I could see that. I said, so what, what is the reasoning to still like, they still wear the MAGA hat and I'm like, so what do they, what do they connect on? And it was the, I believe it was the executive order for $25 insulin. And I may be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what she had said. Um, I said, hey, that's a, that, that is great. That is great. However, <laughs> out of all the other things, you're still going to support that. That's your... That's the leg you want to stand on? Get the hell out of here. (laughs) So, you know, 
the mask up, the things shut down still, the the um, human element that's been removed from our day-to-day lives was because the root of it. Now, people out in society who are not wearing masks, who are not taking care of themselves, who are disregarding, you know, um, the advice to not travel during the holidays or don't have these large, large functions, all of that. Of course, they are contributing to uh, this abyss that we're living in. But the root of it was because we had absolutely garbage leadership for four years. And, and that's the thing. You start out, well, he was never in my eyes and in, in the sane people's eyes on a high note. But to his followers, yeah, man, they were like, Psh, Trump for life. He's about to be the best. Pro-. I had somebody say, you watch, Amber. By the end of his term, you and the millennials are going to regret saying that, you know, he was a bad president because he's going to end up doing a lot of good. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> yeah, I really, really regret my words. So, you know, it's like they had high hopes that he was just going to come in and save the world. And day by day by day by day, crash and burn, just like any bad leadership in America. And, you know, and that's the thing, too, is a lot of people felt so empowered to run their companies with that same toxic model, you know? Talk about Trump in, in the work environment, you know, ride hard for your man, <laughs> you know, and then not, not realizing like, hey, maybe, you know, my employees who are of color or who are gay or lesbian or transgender may feel a little uncomfortable with how much I support this inhumane man, you know, or women that, you know, just don't feel respected by men that support him. Not all men, you know, like all of it. And people just don't care, you know? And, uh, but the planet I feel is, is shifting. I really do. I feel that there are a lot of people that have woke up this year. Uh, (laughs) you know, like, uh, Let's talk about the white people that woke up and were like, oh, let me stretch out of my bubble. Whoa, racism is still going on? Shit, where have I been? Living in your white bubble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was on a, um, a Zoom event the other night, and uh, it was about racism here in the city. And there was like 15 of us on there. And I... I had to hop on late so I was about 45 minutes to an hour into the event and I was listening and I was like yeah 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 you know like this is great and you know <laughs> me being me I ended up lighting up the chat box because I was like what hold hold up you know like and I did it was my I I didn't know like 
how to express or where to express besides like my day-to-day conversations. But I took that opportunity to be like, you know what? Hey, I was really disappointed with how this city handled Black Lives Matter or, or Black Lives Period. You know, like we're all worried about white sensitivity and how we need to talk about it gently with white people. Get the fuck out of here. It's 2020. It's 2020. It's 2020. And we still got to worry about how white people feel. Like, yeah, okay, I want to talk about it. I want to be the change, but I don't want to talk about it too much because it feels uncomfortable. Well, guess what? Black people have had to carry this burden their entire life. Have had to be so mindful in how they got to act in society because they're black. Or watching another, you know, black hate crime. Or the list goes on and on. Or the systemic racism. Or white people being in just complete denial. Like, what? What are you talking about? You don't, no, you don't feel that way. Stop. White people, I don't think, will ever understand that we don't have a say. We don't have a fucking say in how black people feel in society. Ever, ever, ever. Even if you think like, I don't think that, that they have a... No, that's not true. You don't need to speak it. Because we... And this is what's been so hard for white people to understand. We... Yes, we have our day-to-day challenges. And yes, you know, like me, I grew up white poor. I grew up poor, 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 poor. But then there were times where we fit into that middle class bubble when we had some money for a little while and we were coasting. But uh, collectively as a fit, we were poor, okay? Um, But it's still that white poor. And um, white people are given different opportunities just by existing with their skin color. Yes, you can be poor. Yes, you can have trauma. Yes, you can have the... but, But you don't have that extra deeper struggle on top of that with having a different skin color that's not accepted in society. And that was, you know, brought to light in 2020 for those that were like, what? You mean it it didn't disappear? No. No. And one of my favorite quotes this year was the one from Will Smith talking about racism never went away. It's just now been shared on social media or something like that. And so we'll never forget the year 2020. And don't get me wrong, there were positives. I mean, my goodness, people found out the importance of life, whether it was within their families, whether it was I'm not happy at my job because now that I don't have to work for three months at this horrible job and I got furloughed, uh, I wasn't actually happy there. So it's time to reinvent myself, you know, or... Where did I spend most of my day-to-day when the world was rushing me through life and I was rushing me through life? Um, When everything was shut down, all we could do in the spring and summer months was hang out in nature. Think about how many people were riding their bikes and walking and hanging outside and getting to hopefully the root of what they were avoiding in their personal lives. That's all positive. The way that people showed up for each other and helped out, you know? But there's still so much decay in society, you know? Like Mitch McConnell. Um, (laughs) I can't stand that motherfucking man. 
And yet he got reelected. You know, so it's like Trump was just one layer to the decay of society. Let's talk about the Supreme Court, Amy Coney Barrett. She's locked in for generations. You know, like there's just so many. He was just the front man that rallied up all the the hate and the uh, the demons within people. But there's a whole bunch of people behind him that are still going to be locked in place after Biden gets and, and, and Kamala get into office. Like, there's still that going on, too. So it ain't just Don, but he did need to go for sure. But there are much, much bigger fish to fry that have a longevity in, in the country and in the government. But I posted something on my Instagram, and you can follow me if you like. Nurture your soul. Um, it was a a little social message about my higher self is my leader, not the government, and not any other human. And um, I I absolutely agree. Not to say that there aren't incredible people out there that are mentors and are smart and can help you in life and assist with, you know, your dreams and your goals and advice. But at the end of the day, you are your own leader. But so many people are operating in this world without checking in with themselves and listening to their intuition and taking other people outside of them as the Holy Grail. Nah, you know, like, the, the leadership and in, in the managerial roles that humans play in society is just checking off a box. The job, career, purpose box, you know? Like, they are fulfilling a role in society that we have given them power to run things in life, but they don't own you. They don't get to dictate who you are and determine your worth. And that's what is the the unfortunate side of having a job and career in this experience experience is that people take that power and truly believe that they have a right to determine someone's livelihood off of it. And even though we got to follow the rules in this experience, it doesn't mean that any supervisor or leader or government will ever have power over who you are and what you're able to accomplish in this life. But some people aren't mentally strong enough to understand that, you know, or are brainwashed to believe or, you know, racially since the beginning of time have been through various ways of systemic racism taught to believe that they can't go and become a leader. And there are people, (laughs) white people, who work very hard to maintain that the leadership at the top, those executive roles, those important roles of decision-making are filled just by white people. And and a lot of times, white men. You know, it's, it's crazy when you see a white woman in there, you're like, whoa. And then if you get a woman of color in there, you're like, hot damn, whoa. So 
there's still a lot of work to be done in this experience and we're never going to see it be accomplished fully in this lifetime. You know, like I just saw yesterday that the house had voted about um, decriminalizing marijuana. Like, hello. (laughs) Hello. Like, ridiculous how many states have legalized marijuana, but yet we're still criminalizing predominantly black people in prison systems for marijuana. But then, like, all these other states are, like, over here happily smoking and getting high. And you're like, hey, let's go to the dispensary. But someone's loved one is locked up in prison for the last 15 years because of marijuana and still locked up. So, you know, it's it's a step. It's a step. But it's control, baby. It's control. That's what this life is all about. It's like Janet. Control. <laughs> I love that song. But, you know, that's uh, that's what we have to fight against on top of our, our self-talk with ourselves day to day. Because, yeah, you don't have to watch the news. You can turn that off. You don't have to work for said leader. You don't have to go to this job. You don't have to be in this relationship. But you can't escape yourself. Where are you going to run to? You can't get outside of your mind. When your mind is telling you that you're not going to amount to anything or you can't do this or you're not this or whatever it may be, you can't escape yourself. The biggest battle that I've ever had is the battle between myself. There's nobody outside of me that's going to stop me from doing what I want to do. There may be rules in place. There may be opportunities that I don't align with because of someone in charge or whatever or a relationship or you know whatever but at the end of the day there's no one that's gonna stop me I'm just gonna redirect where I have to go if if it doesn't work out Twenty twenty. I wonder what 2021 is going to be like, you know, we're going to have new leadership who already has been working around the clock since a week, you know, took a week. All right, let's talk about that. Took a fucking week to determine the election results and still people thought this is fraudulent. Like that's how stupid his followers are. You know, like let's talk about that for a brief moment. Like that is how ignorant and uneducated (laughs) that a percentage of his followers are that truly believed his (laughs) his ridiculousness that there was voter fraud so no other president in the history of the united states ever had an issue but donald trump oh my gosh i guess the world was just out to get you right because no other president had that problem but you did I mean, shit, ballots were showing up in rivers by people's houses. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yep. Sure did break the mold when they made that man. So that was a long process, but I'm happy that uh, it worked 
in the healthy favor. But let's also make this known. It wasn't because white people, okay? A lot of people, white people showed out to the polls and was like, I, I don't want this man in office anymore. But this is the black and brown vote that we owe gratitude to that showed out to the polls because uh, the the statistics of what white people wanted, mm, they wanted four more years. So that wasn't our win completely. We contributed if you voted for healthy change. It's crazy. You know, like I I was in a conversation with somebody the other day. I said, listen, I don't care if you're a Republican, if you're a Democrat, if you're a Tea Party, if your own party. But when you align with a man like that, he doesn't even represent a party. He represents himself. And that was the problem. You know, like, yeah, okay, you didn't understand why people chose who they chose in the past that were Republicans, but whatever. You knew that that was just part of society. Okay, you align with the red color. Fine. Cool. But he was he was his own box to check off. Been in in a twisted way, it needed to reveal the ugly of society that was lurking underneath the surface that, you know, most people were avoiding. Because it's easy. It is so easy. Trust me. I do it too from time to time when I, when I want to check out from what's happening in the world. It's easy to get stuck into your day-to-day bubble and be like, oh my gosh, life is so great. And, and life should be great. But what I'm saying is to, to numb out and to like be out in nature and you know work on projects or go shopping or you know have get-togethers social distance wise with people or go look at Christmas lights and you're like, la da da. (laughs) Yeah, I do it too. But that can only, for me, that can only last so long. And then I'm like, okay, what's, what's the update? What's going on? Where, where do I got to contribute? So I, uh, I hope that you appreciate who you've become this last year. I hope that you appreciate, even if it was hell for you, that you appreciate that you're still here, you know, that you're alive, you're breathing, you're healthy, you can find abundance and joy in your life right now, even if it's not exactly where you want to be or an ideal um, situation. But don't worry, because we have a whole brand new year coming up, you know? And we still got a few weeks, a couple weeks left of this month, and it's the holiday season. And even though, you know, the COVID diaries are (laughs) making it um, a unique way to spend it, you know, like, don't let it get you down. Because yes, Christmas is is a magical time of the year, but it's also man-made traditions, that create a lot of pressure on people like, oh, I'm unworthy because I don't have money to buy Christmas presents for my children. I'm unworthy because I can't, you know, put on this beautiful Christmas gathering or I can't go travel somewhere with my family or 
whatever it is, I'm not in a relationship and I have nobody to spend Christmas with, doesn't make you unworthy. You're not lacking anything in life. That's an illusion that society likes to create. You are worthy by just existing and being you and what you contribute to the world. Now, if you're a shitty human, you got work to do, but that's not you to do. But it's like all this unnecessary pressure from Thanksgiving to New Year's. Like, oh, who am I going to kiss at midnight? Well, do you want to kiss somebody that treats you like shit (laughs) and is unhealthy to be with? But hey, I got someone to kiss and, and snuggle with and cheers with at midnight. You know, like all of these unnecessary pressures. It's ridiculous. And then what? You wake up on... January 1st of said year and you're like, oh, why did I do that? You know, like, wouldn't it be great if you just were happy with who you are? No matter what your life looked like at that time. And you're like, all right, this is amazing of who I am. And then this next year, I'm going to dedicate consistent goals of trying to go after what I want. You know, because it's going to get better. It's not going to stay like this forever. The only constant thing in life is change. And step by step, on a larger scale, which is needed because of everything that's happening with COVID and the economy and the racial injustice and the list goes on and on and on, is going to actually have competent leadership who has empathy, a soul, a heart (laughs) to heal America, because that's what this next year has got to be about. Well, the next four um, is healing America, still amongst the chaos. But also, what are you going to do in in your next one to four years? You know, treat your own term. You're your own CEO and president of your life. So what's the next term going to look like for you? You know, how are you going to create more joy, more love, more confidence, more purpose, more mental strength, more abundance, more prosperity, you know, like make a list of of the things in your life that you want to improve and go after it because ain't nobody going to give it to you, you know, Um, you have to go after it, but it, but also remember that you are powerful, you know, the world wants to take you away from that, but remember how powerful you are. Even if you have nothing, you're powerful. So I'm going to end on that. My, my morning sermon. No. (laughs) And I just, I appreciate you. I don't know how much longer I'm going to, I was thinking about this this week. I'm like, all right, now what am I going to do with this podcast? You know, like, yeah, I could bring guests on and I can, but I don't know. It's kind of just been like my little passion project for me to channel my thoughts. And I've been contributing to this for two years. October of 2018, when I made that big move from radio and was like, I'm on my way to go build my life in Detroit, peace. And then reality hit and I was like, oh, now what? (laughs) I I had no strategy. And I always admit that now. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, I just leaped into the unknown without a strategy. But this, you know, was birthed 
but I don't know where this will go. I don't know how much more I'll contribute to it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just grateful that it grew. Like literally, I tell you, when I started this, I really thought it was only going to be like five people that would listen, if that. And I didn't care. I didn't care if it was just one person. I was like, I need to get this shit out because I'm going to lose my mind. And to see where it's at now, it's amazing. And I don't have bells and whistles on it. I don't have all these fanciness, you know, like intros and guests. And it's not, you know, it's mine. It's my passion project. And I'm happy with it. So, yeah. So we'll see where where this goes in 2021, you know. But if this is my last episode and I don't put attention on this anymore or whatever, just know that I appreciate you. And I thank you for energy exchanging and showing up for my episodes and finding connection to what I say. Because that's why I do this, you know, Um, because that's what we have to do for each other in this life is help share our experiences, tell, share with people that you're not alone. You're not alone. And I've just enjoyed sharing thought-provoking experiences for you to internalize. You know, it's like what somebody said to me once, you just love telling people what to do. (laughs) No, this is just thoughts for you to internalize. You can choose if you want to apply it or not. That's it. I'm not here holding your hand like, you got to do this. You got to do this. Like, there's so many people that are like, Amber, you should become a life coach. I'm like, what? No. Mm -mm. (laughs) I mean, never say never. But as of right now, no. I don't want, no. I just like to share my thoughts. And if it can help you, then there you go. There was your life coach session. (laughs) All right. Well, you enjoy the rest of your day, however that looks, and your weekend. And um, I appreciate you. And if I don't do an episode for the rest of this year, or like I said, if I don't bring my attention back around to this, happy holidays, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy, you know, whatever you celebrate within your culture um, or your religion, you know, everybody's got their own traditions. And I hope that you find joy at the end of this year to appreciate your life and the mental strength to continue to show up for yourself every day and the love within yourself to know that you're worthy and don't ever let anybody tell you you're not ever nobody will ever have that power over you unless you allow them to so happy last month of 2020 happy holidays And uh, much love to you. Remember to be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Peace and love.